Metapod podcast, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. It's episode 85. This might be the first time at the beginning of an episode that I actually mention what episode number <laughs> this is. But Sean, before I ask how you're doing today, we've got several interesting topics that have come up, including new protocols in terms of the play Pokemon series, which are very imperative if you play locally as well. You're going to want to know these little things a new figure collection box that's coming out which honestly like i i put this in because like i want this i'm gonna buy this <laughs> you know so like i'm doing that uh and then also one of the bigger points that we've got for today is all about pokemon trading card game live and how you can play it literally today yeah you yeah because this when this podcast comes uh, out yeah yeah, when this podcast comes out, you will be able to play. But there's a caveat to it, so you got to listen in. But Sean, how are you doing on this fabulous uh, uh, Tuesdays when this video comes? That's out? That's when it comes out. But it is it is a Monday for those of you who know our schedules. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I'm wearing. I was telling Jake earlier. I have. I'm going full Disney dad mode with my Figment uh, sweatshirt here. So those of you who know Figment and Epcot, yeah. I am not a dad, uh, and I would not call myself a Disney dad. Despite, I think I've been to Disney five times in the last 10 years, Jake. Disney World. Oh my gosh. I know. And I, two of those years have been in a worldwide pandemic where well, you can't one go of anywhere. Those, one of those years, okay, which is this year. Yeah. Uh, but I just did the math of like the total number of times in the last, and it was five out of 10. And I'm just like, oh my God, am I a Disney dad? Ha! Ah, ah. You do have cats, I so you have... are a cat dad. This is true. This is very true. But uh, that yeah, my, my day is going well, Jake. Um, how how have you been? It's been good. It's been interesting because we actually launched the Metapod YouTube channel. So if you want to go check out the official Metapod podcast YouTube channel, you will be able to see Sean's Disney Dad shirt and <laughs> also potentially uh, some more content on the way exclusive to youtube i will say although our review for this week is going to be coming from the new youtube channel on our last week's podcast episode i will say that now on uh apple apple podcast we do have 83 ratings oh, now that's awesome yeah like as jake and i were saying last week 100 ratings on spotify and apple total like not total but each once we hit that mark, we are going to start doing additional content on the YouTube. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did we did we mention what we were going to do? I we think we might about have. like a couple ideas, yeah. like nothing set in stone. I think yeah. the only thing that was kind of like set in stone was like a monthly merchandise review. Yes. Um, because that's very hard to describe and talk about on a, <laughs> a audio Podcast. only. Yeah. Uh, platform so like putting that in video would be like really really fun it'd be like extra episodes and then you know every so often like maybe do like uh pack openings with each other you know battles of the sword maybe mm -hmm. we even play each other with decks once like irl events start coming in more and more often you know i mean the possibilities are endless yes it should Sean be had an idea of like a cold uh, one well uh, like, yeah we'll, we'll keep that one we'll keep that one in the back uh I, I don't want to give away too much because uh, PokeTuber, PokeTuber World is uh, cutthroat. It's cutthroat out there. So I don't know. I just I just go to work and watch anime and then play <laughs> Pokemon cards. Oh, boy. Well, Jake, do you want to get to that review on the YouTubes? 
let's get to the review so again if you did not hear the metapod podcast has an official oh my god sean you're in light mode on youtube you're killing me every single time always light mode the, the metapod podcast is officially on youtube with its own exclusive channel just search metapod and look for our logo and on last week's episode kevin goodrich wonderful viewer said i think you guys are awesome keep it up i'm learning so much about stuff i was having trouble finding so thank you thank you to them they love listening at work and they find uh the new spotify video option really really cool when they have time to put it on screen i've heard a lot of people liking the spotify video option sean like in my discord people are telling me that it's like really really cool and things like that so Shout out to you for telling me about that. And so we can hook that up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got the little notification on Anchor, which is where we upload things in the back end. And I'm like, I mean, we already record this as a video anyway. So it was like, sure, if, if people want, like, you know, give them the option. That's the one mm-hmm. thing that um, having worked in advertising and social media stuff for years, I'm just like, eh, you know, if new things come out, give people the option, see what happens. Worst that can happen is nobody uses a feature fine you know so that's the great thing about this pokemon podcast that you won't find anywhere else a professional that's right uh, like social media like advertising extraordinaire and then a real big dingus right next to him (laughs) anyway sean we got a lot to talk about today including new COVID 19 protocols published by tpci specifically for live event registrations now this is including anything of the Play Pokemon series, at least in terms of this article posted on pokebeach.com on February 15th. I think this came out like right after we mm-hmm. recorded the podcast. Like, li- well, yeah, literally, I think it was right after we uploaded. I think we yeah. uploaded and then like, wait, oh, this is 8.16 a.m. on February 22nd. I, I think uploaded the podcast at like 7.30 or 8. So it was like literally... So we, oh. We might be a little late to the punch on this Uh news, but don't worry. We will give you a full analysis of it. But again, this goes down all the way up from, you know, your world championships as of right now, all the way down to your local events like league challenges and league cups, which we'll talk about cups and challenges even later. But Sean, do you want to go over kind of the more major points of what tpci published about this yeah i mean the the major points if you are going particularly to a regional because that's we'll get to like why but like the regionals in salt lake city if you're going to that keep your eye on this um you got to wear a face mask at all times cloth masks alone are considered insufficient you got to wear a surgical or a respirator like an n95 type mask um yeah, so you can't just wear the random cloth mask you bought with a cool logo on it from wherever. Um, that means I need to get a new mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to be super safe, N95s, that type of mask, they're very, you know, they're very good. I personally, um, as somebody who's vaccinated, boosted, all that jazz, um, I am I am okay personally with a slightly higher risk tolerance, and so I would wear surgical style masks. Uh, they still work. But they are not as intensive as um, K- N95s. But I personally find like long-term use of the N95s to be mostly painful on the nose. I have a large schnoz, so maybe if you have a small nose, it won't matter. But the pressure it puts here, if you're sitting at like a table playing a um, 
eight hour event, like in like that 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 can be um, it can get painful. Like a plane ride was already difficult enough with that. So, um, you know, if you're if you feel comfortable, surgical masks is where I would I would recommend you go uh, for a little bit of extra comfort. But uh, the second one, you can't eat or drink inside the venue. Yep, except where it's like clearly separated. If there's like an eating and drinking area, fine. But uh, this is actually maybe a good thing. You won't have people accidentally spilling their Mountain Dew all over yeah. your cards. Like, I don't want my gold RCS V-Star card to be soiled by, <laughs> you know, your Mountain Dew or maybe your... Right. Or your M&Ms. Cheeto fingers. Yeah, your Cheeto fingers. <laughs> yeah, so no eating or drinking. That kind of makes sense. Uh, players must sanitize their hands before each new opponent. Um, and they did say each mass m- match must be at least three feet away from the next match. I don't think this is something players have to consider. Like, you'll have tables assigned to you. Just sit at your table. You may notice that you have a little extra space, which I think is fine. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff pertains to, like, organizers. And, Mm -hmm. uh, like, this point specifically just pertains really to an organizer. But, um, I mean, it's still... It's it's more... It's less than six, though, which is nice. Because I think prior it was, like, six feet, right? Uh, yeah, that was like the CDC guideline. So now at three feet, I think they're trying to account for the fact that, you know, six feet, if you made everyone be six feet apart, like in a, you know, diameter, essentially, I genuinely think even large venues would have a hard time seating the number of participants needed for a regional. Yeah. Which, um, I guess three is like, I think they feel safe enough with three. Um, the next two are really the big ones that you have to prepare for proper, which, you need to be vaccinated to attend the event and you have to provide proof of that vaccination and vaccinations. What's important here must include the booster. If the most recent dose was more than seven months ago. So if you got your first two shots, like you were lickety split, you know, you you were good to go by like the summer, you know, late summer of last year, but you decided against the booster. Unfortunately, you will need to obtain a booster shot in order to participate in the event. So, um, you know, that's uh, that's a big, I would say a big change that maybe people are, or a big aspect that people maybe, maybe didn't expect initially. Um, and the second point beyond vaccinations is you also have to provide a negative COVID test result, um, a PCR or a, an antigen test result within a day or two of the event there, the specific details are like 72 hours. There's a link. We'll put the link in the description, but you have to have a negative test and be fully vaccinated, um, which will probably include boosters for most people. So. I have a question. Um, I don't know if you can answer this, whether this might be something that I have to ask more official people like will post, but so the seven months thing, the most recent dose was seven months or more prior to the event. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me personally, I imagine that I'm not the only person in this situation. Because of when I got the first two shots, like the original one-two mm-hmm. for the for the Moderna, yeah. um, I can't get the booster until, like, April. I'm not allowed to. Uh, um, but are you more than seven months after your second shot? I don't I think once it hits April it'll be 6 like, months probably like middle of April is like the soonest that I can get it. At least that's what the CVS told me. Yeah, I mean look, it, so what this is saying what this is saying is so like let's say I waited 
you know, it's it's July of 2022 and I still haven't gotten the booster, then it's like, okay, no, or like... Uh, I mean, yeah, it would just be... The the reason that they're doing this is usually it's about... They say six months after your second shot is when you're supposed to get the booster, right? Okay. So if you're not even eligible for the booster, then it most likely has not been six months since you had your second shot, which in which case you're okay. fine. Um, I mean, I'm not going to Salt Lake City yeah. regionals, but that's yeah. happening like in, in two less weeks, than a weeks. month now yeah. or like a month now. So like, obviously, you know, I won't have the booster by then because I'm not eligible for it. So I was wondering if I would still be like able to do it because the, yeah. the, the booster has been out for more than seven months. Uh, so I was just a little some. bit confused on that. Yeah. So I wanted to clarify in case anybody else had that same yes. issue. Most likely, if you are not yet eligible for your booster, you are within that seven-month window already. You're fine. Um, the awkward thing will be, and I'm just going to say this, for someone like you, Jake, if you are eligible starting in April, that means you'll have a grace period of about a month. So you'll get to mid-May or whenever that is. You will need to get your booster shot in that time period because once you reach mid-May, then you will not be eligible anymore because that will be seven months, probably. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, which is important because if you're waiting until kind of the last minute and you go get your booster, if it's too close to the event, you might not feel great, to be honest. Like, I didn't feel great after getting my booster for a couple of days. So yeah, I would, I would say to people, once you are eligible, give yourself as much time as possible between getting that booster and whenever the event is. Um, uh, you know, try to manage that. So don't don't wait until like three days before the event. That's just a bad idea. As somebody who's gotten a booster and did not have a good yeah, couple like days. Everybody said everybody said with the first two vaccines, like, oh yeah, the first one got me good, but the second one, you know, I was fine. Or like vice versa. Mm. Me, I got knocked out both times. <laughs> I got my butt handed to me both times. Like I don't know any of this like feel fine yeah. during this stuff. So I I have I'm fully prepared for this booster to just like knock me out for three days. Yeah. So if you're getting it in April and if you're planning to go to Indianapolis, is it? Yeah. In yeah. May, get the booster as soon as you can. You'll be good to go. Yeah. I, I am trying to go to Indianapolis. That's probably like the first event I'll be able to go to. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the first event because the one that was in April, Florida, got canceled. So it's either yeah. Salt Lake City or I think Indy is the next one. So it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have high hopes for humanity and Indiana <laughs> is, is is rough, but fingers crossed that we'll be we'll be good enough to yeah. uh, have a regional because, Sean, you're mm -hmm. not going to be able actually to go to cups or challenges so shortly after this article that we went over that posted on February 15th, there was actually more information that released probably like less than 24 hours later yep. or something of the sort. Yeah, I think it was a clarification. Was... They edited this site as a clarification, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, so I don't know if this was what came first or if they posted it on Twitter. I don't remember how it went but we have the information right now if you go to play pokemon's website and you go to their tournament page for league cups it says these events will not resume for the 2022 season we look forward to sharing more information on these events with the community in the future and if you go to the league challenge tab two that is hyperlinked in this like page it also has that same thing of there will be no league challenges for the 2022 season which kind of like 
it kind of came to a surprise for people, yeah. especially because they had just posted the new protocol guidelines talking about at, like cups and challenges. You know, you have to, you can't have food or drink in the venue unless there's a specific eating area. You have to be three feet apart. You have to be masked mm -hmm. with like the N95 masks and things like that. So kind of really caught people off guard. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and, and I've got, I've got some thoughts about it that, I mean, yeah. I don't think a lot of people are talking about, but Sean, what do you, what do you, what do you think about no more cups and challenges for this season, at least? Uh, I mean, uh, so I was surprised cause I saw, I read that, that article about like the protocols and I'm like, Oh, they're giving everybody rules for league cups and challenges because we'd already been told the rules kind of for the, like the big regional. So it felt like duplicative of what they published, but whatever. Um, so I, at first I was like, oh, live events coming back. And then I was like, JK. So, I mean, one thing that that came to my mind, uh, and I know Jake will, will give his very astute opinions and thoughts on this, but was that like I was surprised they were not bringing back challenges and cups at this point because it feels like the it feels like COVID is becoming endemic in some ways. And I know that seems a little defeatist. Um, but at this point, a, you know, a, a high percentage of people in most developed countries have access to the vaccine um, and have had access for quite a while. Uh, testing, uh, at home testing especially, is becoming much easier. And the government is giving out like four at home yeah. tests to every single person, right? Yeah. And you can find I them. I haven't gotten mine, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's coming out. Yeah. And, and like, you know, I think the idea that like, okay, if people want to play at a locals, you know, people are going to locals in most places and have been for a very long time. I expressed that I right. have been going to locals I before go. I moved out to Kentucky. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been going to Pokemon locals, but I have been going to like Digimon and, and other locals. And I plan to start doing Pokemon locals again soon after Brilliant Stars is released. So. I, you know, I would have been not surprised if they'd been like, yeah, league challenges and cups are back just because it feels like it's, it's probably if any time is time, like now felt like the time, but Jake, what, what are you, what do you think that, uh, went through Pokemon's mind at the reason they said not, not, not right now, not for this season. It doesn't surprise me that they canceled cups and challenges. So like Pokemon has always been overly protective of their IP. You know, that's why when leaks of things come out, they're instantly on it. They're suing like, you know, you talk about the ROM hacks of the video games in the past, like uh, Pokemon Uranium. Oh, Some yeah. Some longtime Pokemon fans might remember that. Like that got completely shut down. Like Pokemon's always been super protective. So it doesn't surprise me that they canceled this because they cannot control what happens at the local events. Right. Like we were... Like, they were saying that there's no Pokemon League, like, there's no official Pokemon League, yet, like, I was going to a store just a couple months ago every week to play Pokemon, and, like, we were getting prizing. We were getting promos, things like that. So, like, they can't control. And let me tell you, like, I mean, I liked the store. It was, it was good. The people there were great. But, like not a lot of people were wearing masks like they definitely were sanitizing like every single match like nobody was popping open a bottle of hand sanitizer and after every match like sanitizing their hands whatever not saying that it was a gross like not clean store 
Yeah, right. But, but like, like, you know, people weren't doing like all the rules, you know? Yeah. And, and so people, a lot of these groups and stuff have like Discord servers. They've got Facebook groups, right? To communicate, you know, when events are going to be going on, sharing things. Think about, I'm sure it wouldn't kill Pokemon, right? If this happened, but think about how their brand looks if there are official Pokemon events happening and people are not seated three feet, three feet apart yeah. people, there's a picture of someone playing a match and in the background, somebody's eating uh, cheesecake. I don't know why I thought of cheesecake, but <laughs> yeah. and like just different classic, things like that. classic card store, uh, food fair, cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but anyways, think of how that like hurts Pokemon's brand and Pokemon, even though it wouldn't kill their brand, right? Because they're gigantic um that's still something that they don't want because they're an overprotective company so i think that is a huge factor in why they do that but i also think that pokemon is just trying to push the 20 like this season because this season has gone on for two years now <laughs> you say the 2022 right? season and i'm like Ugh. points have moved over like i i still don't really know if juniors and seniors are still juniors or seniors or if they're masters like i know we've gotten wording on that but just like it's a whirlwind and like how many points do you actually have especially if you age up like all those things i think pokemon's just trying to push this season out the window they're trying to say, okay, we want to move on from this season. We've talked about it for so long. We want to get rid of it. We want to release beta, like Pokemon TCG Live. Mm -hmm. Like we want to have this new era of Pokemon. A and I think that's a big reason of why they got rid of Cups and Challenges because that's another headache that they have to think about. They have to worry about. They have to organize. And I think they yeah. just want to like, they just want to move on to the 2022-23 season. I think that that's the first point I think is very valid, right? Which is like this, this concern around their brand. And I, I think that's fair. I think though that the second point is probably the more astute one, which is just like, yeah, they're just like, look, organizing all of this, providing prizing. They'd have, they, you know, they have to, they have to print cards and usually for cups, they print play mats and all that stuff. And I think they were just kind of like, let's just get to the end. Let's restart everything. Because if you make challenges and cups a thing again, there is that incentive where like people who don't necessarily have a ton of points, but maybe are, if they grind, they could get the 500 that they might need. All of a sudden you've given them a lot more venues to like go and grind those points. But that is not, that would not be seen as healthy, you know, to like with only like three months in a season, tell all these people like me with like, I have 90 points getting 500 points. Unless I like crush two or three regionals, very unlikely and bringing league challenges and cups back would be like okay this is my my ticket but i have to go to like every one i have to cross state borders to do it i have to and it's yeah. just like ah so i i get it it's too short a time too much of a grind and yeah and so to some degree i actually applaud pokemon for being like you know what we wanted worlds to be the biggest event with the most participants blah 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 I mean, they um, just added like uh Pokemon Unite, right? They just yeah. added like a whole like regional series and 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 stuff like that to Pokemon Unite and Worlds. Yeah. And but like those can be done uh not locally. Like you can qualify yeah, for that online. Like, Azul just participated <laughs> yeah. Azul and like his his uh Carps and Rats mm -hmm. team like they just participated in a Pokemon officially ran online Unite tournament. Yeah. So because they can do that remotely like cool great but like 
TCG stuff, you can't really do that way. Um, so it's tied from the online client, which is currently not not <laughs> the way to yeah. Um, you know, team challenges is lovely and all, but you know. But yeah, uh, I think that made a lot of sense. So unfortunately, we'll have to wait until the you know probably August September of this year at the earliest for them to bring it back. I'm hoping they bring it back come next season um, because it was nice to have these events. And I know that, you know, even locals is still like without like official local events like this, it's hard to get people to go out to locals. Um, And I think for people who have been playing Pokemon for nearly two years now uh, that got into the game during the pandemic, giving them something at this point to be like, Hey, like regionals are great, but that's a, that's a commitment. But if you just want to go locally and play in official events, um, they've been waiting a long time. So it would be nice. I think, Mm -hmm. but you know what else is really, really nice though, Sean, what's that? (laughs) The recent Pokemon figures that have been coming through collection boxes and guess what? We're getting another Mm -hmm. releasing on April 22nd arse oh was that a pokey beach like ad that popped yeah up? we got to support our pokey beach uh friends that they have ads on their site but that's fine they do a great job <laughs> so the rcs v figure collection has officially been revealed it's a product releasing on april 22nd it's going to include the rcs v promo that we actually talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. it was a promo if you pre-ordered the uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus games in Japan. Um, it's that promo. If you need a visual of it, maybe you can't see on the YouTube or Spotify videos, but it's going to come with that promo, a figure and four booster packs with a code card as well. And the placement booster packs are um, two brilliant stars, one vivid voltage, one fusion strike that is opting to, or that is subject to change. Potentially. We have no idea. Um, it could just be a placeholder, but the thing that I, that I'm most hyped about one is this promo card. It's going to be real cheap. Mm -hmm. It's going to be real easy to get. I love this RCC promo. I remember saying this when, uh, it was first announced in Japan, but the figure Sean as well, you remember you opened up because Pokemon TPCI sent you an official gift of the Gigantamax Pikachu figure. Yeah. And so this is going to be like that figure. And and honestly, like this is really, really like the Gigantamax Pikachu was a incredible figure. Do you from want me Celebration. to get it? Do you want me to? Yeah, get it? if you want to. For the people watching on YouTube, I'll. Uh, yes, I, 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 this is a perfect time also as well as Sean is getting the chonky Pikachu to go subscribe to the official Metapod YouTube channel if you have not already. So then you can see our lovely faces in Sean's Gigantamax Pikachu figure. And it's like a super, it's like a good quality figure, Sean. And yeah. I mean, we've gotten like smaller figures in the past, like the Reshiram and- uh, Yeah, that was a tiny Charizard one. Charizard box. Yeah, like th- but those are tiny, like you said, like those are a fraction of the size. And so to get this Arceus figure, which I don't know if we've gotten word of how like big the Arceus figure is. I mean, um, in the mock-up, it looks to be about the height of a card. So it, yeah, I mean, it may be decently sized. It's probably a little smaller than the Pikachu, um, but, you know, not much. It's probably closer in size to the Pikachu than it is to the Restaurant one. But either way, like, 
I love the Pokemon figures, especially the ones that they've been doing lately. And I think that this is one that a lot of people will be excited about because Arceus is a very, very popular Pokemon, especially with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl mm -hmm. releasing the video game and Legends Arceus releasing lately the video game. So I'm circling April 22nd on my calendar, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I know. It should be a very nice uh, little gift there for yourself or friends or whatever. And I, the one thing I will say, because there's part of me, you know, when the Eternatus collection came out, um, mm -hmm. I ended up buying four of those so I could get a play set of that alternate art Eternatus set, all of that stuff. And, you know, you got the packs as like a nice bonus. Um, you got an Eternatus pin too, I think. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, you were on the ball on that one. Um, I was going to say, I remember buying yeah. that box, but I think I got the pin over there where all my pins are. Uh, the... But the uh, the thing that I would make me not buy this as four of is I don't actually want four Arceus figures. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with them. I'm just like, one is great. Four is too many. Too many. I mean, this is what we usually say for, like, if you just want the promo, like, you're just trying yeah. to get the promo for playability and you want to have the most bang for your buck, you know, like, you want to save the most money, just buy the promo as singles, like a week after it comes out yeah usually especially for these kinds of boxes um obviously like the marnie with the marnie full art card that's a little bit different because that's for yeah. marnie which is historically expensive but like for in rcs v promo it's not going to be like super expensive so you uh, you'd be fine just waiting yeah I and think then just buying it as singles on tcg player by the time it comes out it shouldn't be too bad um this one, I think, will probably be a little bit more than the Crobat was because there was the Crobat that came out in boxes and things. And just because I think Arceus will be a staple, like you'll need it for the V star. So, yeah, it, it'll probably still be a, a solid like $5 card is, is what I'm guessing, even after this releases. Um, but, you know, this is a slightly nicer version than the regular one. Like the art on this is great. So it's definitely cool if you are planning to build some decks um, you know, if and you don't want to splurge for the full art, this is like a nice in between. So, Sean, yes, we got to talk about the thing that we've been thinking about for a long, long time Pokemon TCG Live. But it's right around the corner at the time of this video releasing. If you're listening, day one, hour one, minute one. You should be able to play the Pokemon TCG Live online clients beta, but eh. it's exclusive to Canada. But don't don't just write it off. Don't just write it off. We're going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about how you in America can actually be able to play it if you want. Uh, but, Sean, okay. Anyways, Pokemon TCG Live, you know, it's a client that has been around, but it's gotten delayed. We've wanted this for a super, super long time. And, you know, we're we're all ready for the Pokemon TCG. Oh, Pokemon trading card game online. The original client to be out the window, to be gone, where we did a whole episode talking with Mark about, you know, the possibilities of Pokemon TCG live and the different things that it could introduce that are so, so great. For a player, this is coming out on iOS, Android, Windows, and Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, it won't have in-app purchases, but 
you'll be able to use like the dusting system to be able to build cards right no more using the freaking awful trading system and and just a a great great time but sean yeah do you want to know how you can play it today 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 yeah i mean i would love to know uh how how you would do that <laughs> i obviously don't have official confirmation because at the time of this recording it's not out yet to even try this but you can actually use a vpn sean so there was some updates i i, I thought that might be where you're going uh, there were some updates from the official like accounts and from others that it is still connected to your trainer ID. That was going to be the second part of where oh, I was okay, going. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry, I heard that and I'm like, we can't lead these people astray, Jake. Okay, so me, you could. Uh, I will not do this because I don't yeah. have enough time in the day to do this right now, but. You could hypothetically use a VPN mm -hmm. if you are in a place like America and put your location into Canada. Now, as Sean mentioned, it is connected to your Play Pokemon account, obviously. So your Play Pokemon account for me is USA, right? It's connected there. That's where all my cups, challenges, things like that played. That's where I've set my region. If your region is set to Canada, you'll be able to play. Now, I'm not saying that you should change your account's location, right? But it wouldn't be that difficult, hypothetically, to just make a new Play Pokemon account, set it in Canada, because what? You just have to put, like, an email address in? So, like... Yeah, yeah, you could, you could do that. And I don't think that Pokemon would be too harsh with people. Um, now, what I will say is you won't be able to access any of your cards from PTCGO. Yes, you would literally have to start from ground zero, which is a little bit of a slog, mm -hmm. I would say. But especially with a beta, right? Like this is a beta. It's yeah. not the beta is not going to be open forever. It's going to go back down and then come back up as like the full release, right? That's usually how betas work. Uh, actually, what normally happens is they have it as a beta and then they just launch it to everybody else and it's all the same okay. program so it'll be the same database so you will maybe i was thinking of alpha then um yeah or maybe whatever the, uh, or whatever the thing before beta is yes alpha would be before beta yes yeah but anyways like you know this is like you would just jump on this i mean especially if you're someone who plays all the time like every single day like starting from zero probably wouldn't be that big of a deal to you. And there's probably going to be ways and options, you know, for you to be able to play beginning stages and have like a decently good time. And especially with the dusting system, right? Think about how easy it's going to be to be able to build decks, yeah. right? Sure, you can't go on um, PTCGO store or whatever. That's just the first place I thought of and buy 300 codes right and just use that for trading uh, to yes get stuff you can't do that anymore but you know you're gonna actually be like rewarded for your time and you're like you will be I'm able, just so excited for live i think you will be able to use the codes directly though like you can still open oh, yeah, packs yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah i think my suggestion if you really want to try the beta but you're already you already have an existing account all that stuff um and another reason you wouldn't want to do this just as a side note, is I'm not sure if you transfer over all of your stuff, um, 
that might be a problem for people who are playing in their team challenges. I'm not yes, sure. Yes, there yeah. was there was an official word from Will Post, um, I believe's Twitter account. Um, I don't have it on hand, but we'll pull it up here in a second. But where I saw in numerous places to where if you are in the team challenge and you are playing, do not transfer your stuff right here yeah. to the Pokemon trading card game live because uh, the team challenge is not going to be run through live. And it's one of those things to where once you do move it over, once you do transfer, you can't go back. Yep. Yeah. So that's a huge that's another reason if you're if you're in canada or not right like don't don't get in on this beta if you're participating in the team challenge um and then what i would what i was going to say otherwise is um if you do want to go through the hassle if you're not in canada and you really want to get in on this use this is going to sound so awful because it goes against the terms of service but but i'm just you know I, I think the punishment would be nothing or not severe don't use your real name don't use your real email. Don't use, just get a separate everything because it is not, the the bigger problem would be in the future, if Pokemon discovers you have two accounts, two official trainer accounts, you will be disqualified and banned from all Pokemon events. Mm -hmm. So it is not, 100%, I'll just say it is not worth it to make a second account if you if there's any way to trace back that it's you and um, you know, that's, that's all I'll say there. Take precautions. They usually are not too strict on this stuff, obviously, because you know, sometimes there are kids and the kids have one account when they're young and then they get older and they forgot the password. Like there are issues that people have had for many years with this, but um, just, just, just be careful if you're going to do that. That's my only recommendation now, but that, that's probably one way that you could do it. Yeah, and again, like you, you're only allowed to have one account according to TPCI rules. So, like, and it, I mean, like, it costs money to have a VPN, right? It's not something that's, or I should say, a good VPN, yes. right? You could probably get like a really, really sketchy one that eventually like sells your data and and <laughs> gives you a scam. But like uh, NordVPN, for example, is something that you probably hear a lot from a lot of different content creators having codes. Like, I think it's like seventy bucks for a year. So it's like, yeah. it's not like cheap. Yeah. So, so like but... you're creating an entirely new account. You're paying potentially for a VPN. You have to buy code cards and crack packs. And so, you know, uh, it's going to be a lot of challenges, but I will say any of our listeners, if you are a Canadian listener mm -hmm. and you get access to the beta, please tweet at us. And I, I haven't talked to Jake about this, but I would love to like, whether it's via text or, or if there's a person that wants to come on, um, particularly an individual that has a proper microphone setup would be ideal. And that we, we know. That, and that we know, yes. But, like, you know, hit us up if you're, if you're a player that we might know uh, in Canada just to talk about this beta if you're somebody who, like, transfers over their set. I would love to understand, like, all the nitty-gritty details. I think that, that would be a really fun episode. So just putting that out into the world now, Jake. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. And again, if you are in the team challenge, maybe you are a Canadian as well. If you're in the team challenge, do not transfer to live. Yes. Team challenge season three is only being done on the Pokemon trading card game online app. But 
Before we end this episode, Sean, we got to yeah. give a quick shout out yes. of a Pokemon tournament that happened recently. You may have seen us tweet about it the other day. This, in my opinion, is the most creative tournament that anybody has ever made on the Limitless Online client. So you may have competed in this the other night. The LDF Tribute Tournament, Fury Fest. So we, we usually make jokes about like you know certain decks or something that's like oh yeah you'd see this on little dark fury's youtube channel or things like that you know just fun because you know big fan of ldf love the stuff that he does very creative very uh insightful for different ideas and things like that but there was an old tournament that happened in his name but the cool thing about this was you could only use decks that ldf has showcased on his youtube channel so yeah. it's pretty cool that's very, very cool. And obviously the decks that won, uh, for those of you who don't know Little Dark Fury, he is, if you don't know him, but you know our podcast, that's wild, one. Let's just say that. But if for some reason you don't, um, he is very well known for crafting and, and just focusing in on like the rogue side of standard and expanded, actually. Um, and building decks that you just don't really ever see a lot of, but they're like really crazy when they pop off. Like he, he's very good. If you want to play something different or new, if you're just tired of the same three decks, just give LDF's channel a watch, pick one of the decks that he's done recently and just have fun. Right. And it was, you know, it's really cool to see a whole tournament where like, you know, you see Jolteon. Jolteon is not the most uh, super rogue deck, but what makes this one rogue is it has Beedrill uh, from Chilling Rain in the deck as well. So if your opponent's Pokemon has any special energy, it is knocked out. A one, one energy thing that knocks out anything with special energies, which is like great against Mew VMAX. Granted, there was no Mew VMAX in this, but like, you know, cool, cool little deck here. Like, I like this. It's fun. And it's just got a wide variety of stuff. Like the second place deck, the Shadow Rider deck, yes, it is Shadow Rider. And that's kind of like Rogue because it hasn't really been around in the format. But it includes the Gengar from Sword and Shield. Yeah. That has the ability, you know, move a damage counter from one of your psychic Pokemon to another one of your psychic Pokemon. So if you're not facing like uh, a dark deck or anything like that where your Shadow Riders will get one hit KO, you can spread the damage that gets hit on your Shadow Rider around the board. So then nothing really gets knocked out yeah. right away. Now, eventually that might well be a problem but they're playing four cheryl's so that might be a little bit of a difference but what you could also do like, I, I will tell you there's another little cheat here you can put it all onto the gengar before it dies scoop up net oh yeah if you have two gengar like targets like uh, another haunter on their field you scoop it up evo it into another one and you're good to go it's just like we were saying earlier you no know, there's so many like extract abstract ideas that ldf makes and puts on his youtube channel that you know, like, uh, I'll be honest, you know, the online format is getting pretty stale. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's, I don't really play in these online tournaments, one, because I don't have time, but two, it just doesn't, like, feel great to sit for eight hours in this chair and go, like, three, six drop, you know, like, yeah. so... That's, I mean, just shout outs to the people that made that tournament. I think and, it's Visoon. And shout out to LDF. It's like Visoons, I think it is, but it's like a money symbol for the S, Battle Arena. Um, but 
Yeah, they did. They did a tournament called Fury Fest. So, yeah, big again. Yeah, shout out to them. That it's a great idea. Cool concept. And shout out to all of you listeners as well. Whether you're listening on iTunes, you're listening on Spotify, you're listening on YouTube, whatever platform you listen to. Thank you so much for listening to the Metapod Podcast, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. Brilliant Stars releases this week. Show us your polls. I'm gonna I might try to get some brilliant stars to be honest. I now that I have a I, job and actual money and healthcare. I might healthcare, yeah, like I, health insurance. Yeah, I, I might as well. I um yeah, I'm also just waiting. I, I want the prices to come down on them singles. So I gotta wait like another week, I think. And then they'll really yeah, come I'm, down. I'm definitely gonna be buying that Acerola VMAX or Mimikyu VMAX alternate art because that's it might be my favorite card that I would hypothetically own at it, this time. It's like a full art trainer and a full art Pokemon in one card. It's, it's so good. I love it. It's still my uh, it's still my Twitter profile. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Metapod Podcast. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll see you next week. Bye.